Welcome to Hollywood Deli. I'm your host, Blue. So listen, so you know, I'm in these YouTube streets and there's a YouTuber that I follow. There's a channel I'm going to plug. It's called My Take on Reality. If you're in the YouTube world and want to hear about Sister Wives and get some different perspectives, this guy is phenomenal. So the, the caption of his video that I'm going to be responding to is, Cody and Robin try to run a $2.5 million scam on the sister wives. And so he really broke it down, what I've been trying to say. So there was an episode that Robin was really pushing for Cody to be the quote unquote head of the family. And what she was saying is she wanted Cody to be in control of the money. And so Cody wasn't in control of the money for, for since the beginning of time. Janelle was a money person because she was the one with the degree in accounting. So she handled all the finances. And for whatever reason, with my my sister wife's closet, Robin did not want Janelle to be in control of the money. She wanted Cody to be in control and wanted him to be, I guess, a CFO of the company. Be and so they must have rehearsed their lines. And so he was saying, when have I ever been in? The head of the family. When? When have I ever been? Well, Cody, you you never been responsible with money, and you put Janelle in control of the money, and so don't start complaining now because you have Robin here and you all in cahoots trying to scam this family out of millions of dollars. And so, in the episode that I'm going to play, you will hear cody and robin talk about how they want to get a 2.5 million dollar loan from investors mind you this is coming off the cuff of they did some kind of expo and they only sold a couple of pieces and robin also did not want to bring in a jewelry expert to design the jewelry she wanted to design the jewelry herself and then she someone in the comments was saying that she uh was using quote unquote cheap material, uh, cheap metals, and but charging like premium prices. And because of this, Janelle made the decision that this was more of a hobby than a business, and which really offended Robin. And Robin was really pushing for Cody to pretty much get a handle on his wives and get them involved in her business. And so they did this big ass presentation. Cody was the lead one. The other wives stood watch and he was telling them, you know, he wants them to partner with him and he wants to give them 20% equity into their business and that they want $2.5 million from this company. Mind you, they had only sold 500 pieces. They weren't selling out like lots, large amounts of money. So no company is going to sit there and give you all their money when there's no major return. You don't have a $2.5 million return. So why would we give you that? Because what Robin and Cody were trying to do is they were trying to cash out. They were trying to get a control in, of this money with the help of the other sister wives. And they were going to take this money and they were going to burn these other wives like they did now. So I don't know how much money they took this time going around where they pushed them out through COVID, but they were trying to cash out and thank God Christine sabotaged the um, interview. I forget exactly what Christine said, but then it was like the nail in the coffin for the investors. And so I remember Cody and, 
and Robin being so upset. So we're going to watch this episode and we're going to just, I'm going to commentate on it. I might pause and, or just talk while it's going in between pauses, but you get my drift. After the revelations of season 17 and Sister Wives, it should be no surprise to anyone who has ever watched the show, the claims that I'm making. It is my belief that in season seven, the characters Cody and Robin were going to steal $2.5 million away from the Brown family. I agree. Now, I know some of you are going to say, James, how could you say that? No, but still my heart clutched my pearls. Oh my goodness, I got the vapors that you would make such salacious accusations. Well, people, I got to tell you, I have nine pieces of evidence that I want to present to you today. And you can call me customer service because homeboy is bringing the receipts. Speak on it. Now, before we get started, (laughs) before we get into it, I would simply ask that if you're getting anything from the channel, you enjoy this video, that you give me a thumbs up to let me know that you're enjoying the content. Also, consider subscribing if you're not already subscribed. It helps the channel out, helps me out, and hey, who doesn't want to help a brother out? So go ahead, give me that HBO special, which stands for Help a Brother Out Special by clicking. Listen, make sure you subscribe to this guy's channel. He's really good. Um, I did like, and I'm subscribed to his channel. He's got great material. Let's check him out that subscribe button and ring the bell for notifications of when I upload new videos and hopefully soon when I go live. Now let's get back to what we're talking about. Now folks, I'm simply going to say this. I want to put it to you. I don't want to be the only person who makes the claim or the observation that this is what I think was going to happen or what I thought was going on. I don't want to slander anybody's character. I'm just simply observing what I see on the screen. I'm looking at this situation and I'm telling you, if I had a friend or a family member who was in a like situation as Christine, Mary, or Janelle, and they were doing business with two individuals who were acting like Robin and Cody, I would be pulling the coattails and saying, oh, bruh, you need to look at your partner because something ain't right. Now, here on this channel, I care about what you guys think. Now, if you think that I'm telling the truth, you think that I've supported and made my case, go ahead and put a three in. That's three for the OG three. I want to support them, and I, I believe that they were the victims or the prospective victims of a huge scam that Robin and Cody were going to run on them. But if you think I'm full of bunk, hey, which is possible, and everybody gets a free vote, and everybody's entitled to their opinions. You think I'm completely wrong, and I didn't bring the receipts, I didn't bring the evidence, then go ahead and lock in a zero. Let's let's get a poll going, a little soft poll, so that we can see what each other are thinking, so everybody in the room know what everybody else is talking about. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Let's set the stage. What are we talking about? $2.5 million. When did Sister Wives ever have $2 million? Hell, when did they ever have $200,000 in loose change <laughs> floating around the family, let alone $2.5 million? The whole point is, is that when the Sister Wives started to develop the business Sister Wives Closet, they presented the an investment opportunity to a venture capital group, and they asked for $2.5 million, which brings us to my first piece of evidence. Now, in my first piece of evidence, I want to make a distinction on what the sister wives were actually looking for when they presented to the venture capitalists. They weren't looking for uh, a loan. They weren't looking for anybody to lend them money. What they were looking for was somebody to give them money. So you see, with a loan, you got to pay back a loan. 
you have responsibilities to a loan. If somebody invests in you and you lose their money, hey, that's just the way the market goes. Sorry, bro. Sorry. That's the way things happen. Didn't mean to do it, but hey, you know, you take risks. You know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Don't cry the blues now because you rolled the bones and you lost. Oh, well. So this is what Cody had to say to substantiate that first point. I'm not looking for a loan. I'm looking for venture capital. Venture capital, or as Cody would like to say, free money. Now, this yep, is the part where I'm going to bring an exhibit to. Now, for my second exhibit, I want to show you when Cody stood in front of a room full of people, did a presentation, and he asked them, looked them in the face and seriously asked them without crying, laughing, sniggling, giggling, or his fingers crossed. He asked for $2.5 million with no way of reasonably being able to pay the money back or anything that actually He wasn't looking to pay it back. The, 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 them giving him that money or any security such as collateral to ensure and secure those funds. Let's listen to what he had to say. We're asking you for $2.5 million in investment capital. Mm. You would expect lightning to strike or his head to explode. Yeah, for that much money. <laughs> I want $2.5 million. You would have to be holding somebody hostage for that kind of money. And unfortunately, these venture capitalists don't negotiate with terrorists. So Cody clearly didn't get the $2.5 million, but he tried. When we look at the next thing, we look at the reasoning as to why the, I believe Cody and Robin were in cahoots to try to take this money. Now, this is one of many reasons, because there was another clip that I wanted to include, but I couldn't find, where Robin had talked about the business and using the business to pay for the houses, pay for the cars, pay for this, pay for that. And she wanted to use money from the business to do these things that had nothing to do with the business. I also add in the fact that there is a point when Robin and the family wanted to come to the to Vegas and, you know, Cody, he's always down to grow his family, make his family bigger. And this is one of the things that Robin had presented to Cody as to why they wanted to get this venture capital money going. Let's take a listen. This is exhibit three. I don't think I can have another baby unless the workload that I am. Mm. Oh, no, we're Here come cry. the tears. It's just worth closing. <laughs> Oh my God! We need to bring on investors. Oh, this is the reason why we need to bring on investors. You know, this earmarks the first time that Cody actually acted financially responsible when it came to him procreating. Cody would automatically hit the copy button when it came time to make babies. He didn't care about it. He wanted to grow his family as big and as broad and as wide. They were on welfare. The hell with the circumstances. The hell with the couldn't feed them kids. The earlier when kids. Robin first moved to. Vegas, and they were supposedly running from the law from Utah. They came to Vegas, no money in their pockets, renting homes. They could barely pay for the homes. People yeah. talk about they weren't sure how they were going to put food on the table. Robin didn't have a job. She brought three kids into the marriage and into the relationship. Then she turns around, gets to Vegas, and shows up pregnant within a few months, or within six months to a year of them being there. And she brings in another life. Now, right at the precipice of them talking this was about they weren't excited about the baby. Ground and being able to make money doing this business, now all of a sudden she wants to grow her family. That's not responsible. Mm -mm. That's not responsible. The responsible response that I would expect or suggestion that I would expect for me to say, yeah, that's that's very responsible for her to say that, look, Cody, I've come to a point where I've reached a, a fork in the road. I can either, one, focus on having a baby, growing our family, and I take a backseat 
to Sister Wives Closet and to the business because I want to be focused on raising a family and taking care of a family, or I go the other route where I go all in, all chips in the middle on Sister Wives Closet, we're going to get this $2.5 million loan from this investment group. And in order for me to support that loan, I'm going to have to give 100% of my attention and time to that business and growing that business. So not only can I ensure the return of that $2.5 million to the investors. She had no intention on working. She wanted the other wives to take on the loan and Cody and they deal with it. And then she could just ride off in the sunset with the money and having kids. That's That was her plan. Plus profit, but I can take care of the family. These are reasonable choices. It's completely unreasonable for you to think that you're going to take $2.5 million investment from a group and then step away from the company so that you can go do other ventures and other interests, pursue other interests. Exactly. That is completely insane. And if she would have walked in and said that in front of these people, oh yeah, by the way, guys, once you give us a $2.5 million, I'm going to put the business on automatic and I'm going to grow my family. They would have had them arrested. <laughs> Maybe not arrested, but you get what I'm saying. Again, three, if you believe in the OG3 and you think I'm showing these receipts and I'm bringing validity, zero, if you think I'm full of trash and I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm open for the discussion. I'm open for the commentary. <laughs> right on Let's move on. Janelle was told that she was, for the first time probably, that she wasn't the CFO, the Chief Financial Officer of Sister Wives Closet. Now, why would Janelle be in charge of the the finances. I mean, after all, she was the one doing the designs. No, wait, that was Robin. I mean, after all, she was doing the day-to-day operations. No, that would be Robin. She was acting as the COO, which is the chief operating officer. Now, the chief operating officer is the person who is responsible for the day-to-day business of the uh, business. They want to make sure that the The operations are moving forward. The administration is moving forward. The plans and strategies that have been implemented by the CEO and executive board are in place so that they are fulfilling those strategies on a daily basis. That's what the COO does. That's what Robin was doing. And that's what her description of the role that she was taking within the company was. Janelle has always been the financial person. She has no interest in designing jewelry, marketing plans, operating the business, running the business, calling customers, none of that. She cares about the numbers and the numbers only. Now, why or why would they take this position? I don't know. Let's take a look at exhibit number four and see what the family was doing. Again, vote number three for the OG3. If you think I'm bringing receipts, zero. If you think I'm full. Do you only see yourself as financial though? That's all, That's all I see. I do have an, an interest in the numbers and make, and figuring out how it's all working. But CFO makes the decision on the money. There's two points that I really want to bring out in that clip. One, Janelle said, I have nothing but interest in the numbers. I like to see how things are working. Would you like to keep track of what we're spending money on, where the money's going, how much money we have in the bank, how well we're putting the money, how that money is leaving the bank? That's what you want to do? Oh, no, you can't do that job, Janelle, because clearly you're not the responsible one. Eh, Wrong. Janelle is the responsible one. And I'll bring evidence to show that in a moment. The second thing, if you listen to what Cody said, he sat at the front of that couch behind at the edge of that seat, and he looked Robin dead in her face, them cold, dead, shark eyes, and he said, look, she, the CFO, is the one in charge of the money. 
What happened? I thought you wanted to make sure the business was a success. I thought this was her baby. I thought that Robin was going to be the one that's going to make sure everything runs, you know, because basically she's the COO. But all of a sudden, you're like, no, she's talking about she wants to be in charge of the money, Robin. Robin. <laughs> and we'll get into that in a moment. And I'm telling you guys, if you believe what I'm saying, hit that number three for the OG3. If you believe I'm bringing receipts, hit the zero if you think I'm not. Janelle has always been the financial person when it came to Sister Wife's Closet. In this particular interaction between the Sister Wives and Cody, this is well before there was even talk of investment money and all this big time money and she was trying to get these guys to be involved with the business. This is Robin actually looking at Janelle for the financial reports on how they performed at that convention that they went to when the Sister Wives project initially launched. Exhibit number five. With the expo last week, Janelle wanted the number so she could crunch the hard numbers. Now, if Janelle was bad with numbers, why wouldn't Robin look her in the face and say, Janelle, you know I'm not going to give you that stuff. Why would I give it to you? You can't count. <laughs> Duh. I'm not giving you the numbers. You don't know nothing about numbers. I'm the queen of numbers. That's what Robin would have said to her if Janelle wasn't doing it. And here's another piece of evidence. This is my exhibit number six that I'm going to point to where Christine establishes that Janelle has always done the money. When the family was broke as hell and they were trying to figure out finances and they were trying to pay bills, they would rely on Janelle. Now, all of a sudden, because there's big money on the table, Janelle's not worth it. Again, if you think I'm bringing receipts, hit that number three. If you think I'm full of bunk, hit that zero. Let's go. Ever since I've been married, Janelle's always just taking care of the finances. Ever since I've been married, Janelle has always done the finances. Well, when you can do the, you're good enough to do the finances when there's no money or when we try to figure out how to actually do money because the money has to be stretched and we don't have a surplus of money. But the second that we have an abundant surplus of money, all of a sudden you're not good enough to do the money. I don't want you looking at the money, talking of the money, speaking of the money or smelling of the money. Yeah, that just comes down to the fact that you don't want Janelle tracking and seeing where the money is being spent much like she did in season 17, where she said that I'm the one that takes the taxes down. I know what's in the account and I know that we're spending money out of the account that we shouldn't be spending. Well, girlfriend, you would have been on the hook for that $2.5 because they would have been spending that money the same way they were spending it in 17. Talk to me, people. Number three, if you for the OG3, number zero, if you think I'm full of bump. There was another point that you have to ensure because it's not enough for you to have access to the money, but you have to have cover for when you start siphoning money off. Now, you already have Robin trying to assert that she's going to be the CFO. She's going to be the person in charge. Cody is trying to push that. Then you had Cody come back and try to retaliate against that, saying, no, 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 I'm not in charge. I'm not the boss. But this is what he had to say a few, uh, on not only a season earlier, a previous season where he, his friend Brett came to town and they were sitting there chummy, chum, chumming, and they were doing the uh, alpha male Avengers and they were talking about how Cody runs stuff. This is Cody's opinion on whether he runs his family or not. Everybody knows that I am in charge of my family. Cody's in charge of two things, Jack and shit, and Jack just left town. Now, when push comes down to shove, does Cody <laughs> believe that he's in charge? Absolutely. Cody believes that he's in charge. Whether he's actually in charge or not is two totally different oh, things. Oh, he ain't in charge. And he, they can be, <laughs> both things can be true. There was an episode earlier. Again, I could have pulled this up, but I didn't want to get flagged or tagged for copyright strikes because I'm basically playing the show, and they say I'm trying to steal their stuff. But 
there was an episode earlier when they were having a meeting. Christine sat in Cody's chair at the head of the table. Cody comes in and say, oh, would you supposed to be in charge now? Get up out my seat. She gets up. She walks to the other end of the table. She goes to sit down. They say, no, no, that. that's another head of the table. What are you doing? And he said, yeah, you can sit over here, Mrs. Brown. And, he, and then she goes to sit down and he shoves a chair in her and he walks around to the head of the table because he assumes that he's in charge and it's without question that he thinks he's in charge. And not only does he think he's in charge, he expects them to recognize that he's in charge. But James, there's a contrast to how he presents himself when they're talking about the $2.5 million being on the table from the investment group, and he's saying that he's not in charge. Let's take a listen to my exhibit number seven so that we can get that context. Again, number three, if you think I'm bringing the receipts and they were going to take this money, zero if you believe, oh, he's in, bringing Christine, receipts. Or if you believe in Robin and Cody and they were completely innocent. Somebody's got to be the head. Somebody's got to be the leader. I look how you're looking at Robin. When have I been in charge of this family? When? When have we ever not made every single decision by committee? Mm. When? And you see, there's points that I want you guys to pay attention to. If you got to run it back, run it back. But there was a point. All right, so that's enough for the video. So you, you get what I'm saying. Robin was really pushing for Cody to be the head in this situation because there was a lot of money online. She was trying to use their credit to get that money but she wanted control of that money and she knew she had control of cody and so hence she wanted him to be the cfo and make it all decisions on the money because she didn't want the other wives involved she wanted to use their credit and get the money but she did not want to consult with them on how the money was going to be spent and just like he said robin's intention was not to put that money in the business robin's intention was to live off of that money that was going to be her cash grab her money grab probably her retirement plan see um we didn't listen to the entire video but he he said one thing that i thought they were going to do they were going to take that money and they were going to siphon it through their llc so that way when it comes time to pay the money back they can say well it wasn't a loan it was an investment you know sometimes you lose your money on investment so they wouldn't have to pay it back and also when you siphon the money through an llc you can say, well, the business went out of business, um, the money's gone, and then there's nothing they can do. They can't sue. So Robin and Cody were in cahoots the whole time to make a big money grab, and they finally made their big money grab in season 17, and that's why they wouldn't let Janelle build on the land because their plan was to wait her out, piss her off, and hopes that she would do the same thing that Christine did which was sell the, her plot for $10. Anyway, make sure you like, subscribe, make sure you leave five star rating, and y'all have a good night.